Well, hello and welcome to another week of Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Women Magazine. Yes, you are. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 15th of January 2021, including the new Disney Plus superhero series WandaVision and uh, the Amazon Prime film One Night in Miami. We'll also be looking at the return of ITV crime drama The Bay, starring Morven Christie, and Channel 4 sitcom Back, starring David Mitchell and Robert Webb. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Do you remember the Eddie Murphy film Coming to America? I, I do. I was young, but I do remember it. Well, I've got good news for you. There's a sequel coming to Amazon Prime Video, Eddie Murphy reprising his role as Prince Akeem, and uh, Arsenio Hall also as his best friend Semi. And this time uh, they're trying to find Akeem's long-lost son. So, yeah, look out for that. It's a, bra- it's a brave move, actually. It's it? a brave like move. Why don't they have a sequel <laughs> to Trading Places? I'd rather see that. It's just a thought. Oh, uh, what have you oh, noticed dear. in the works, Hannah? Um, well, Ethan Hawke is among uh, the stars of Netflix's upcoming thriller, The Guilty. Um, so this looks really good. It takes place over the course of a, a single morning in a 911 dispatch call centre. Um, and Jake Gyllenhaal is also in this um, as, as the operator. And he attempts to save the life of a caller, only to discover, of course, that all is not as it seems. Never is, is it? In the meantime, the first big news show for this week uh, WandaVision on Disney, uh, a new Marvel series starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Let's have a listen to a clip. It's twilight time. Wanda and Vision, aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is going to be a gas. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married and why don't you have children yet? Our story... I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from... Moved from where? Married when? OK, so this arrives on Friday the 15th of January. There are six episodes. Now, they've been keeping it pretty strictly under wraps. All we've had access to is a trailer. But for people like yourself, uh, Hannah, who are totally immersed in the Marvel <laughs> Universe, they will know that this is about two characters from the Avengers so there's uh, Wanda Maximoff who is also known as Scarlet Witch she's played by Elizabeth Olsen and the android Vision who's played by Paul Bettany and this looks very odd indeed looks really interesting so they kind of find themselves living apparently living in suburbia and this in, in, in what looks like a sort of classic family sitcom world and then you see them in a series of, of sort of sitcom environments through the decades. Um, so what's happening to them? And they start to kind of almost get these messages from beyond that suggest to them all is not as it seems. So, yeah, it looks very good. I mean, I was a bit confused because, of course, Paul Bettany, he also played uh, Jarvis, who is the computer who helps Iron Man. He also plays that in the Marvel Universe. So that, that's a different character. Don't worry about that. So yeah, you see, they, they are a couple and you see Vision both in his sort of android 
form and in human form. Um, now, it does reference, for people of a certain age, classic family sitcoms such as I Love Lucy and The Brady Bunch um, and this sort of canned laughter to sort of create the atmosphere as well. And even one of my favourite American sitcoms, Married with Children uh, and Full House, which Olsen's sisters, Mary-Kate and Ashley, were in. So, yeah, it's kind of having a lot of fun uh, looking back at uh, classic American TV what did you think of this? I know you're not big, particularly on the whole Marvel superheroes world, but I suspect this has got an aspect that you will enjoy, Hannah. Uh, you know what? You're right. I'm, you know, and anyone that listens to this will know that I'm not a huge fan of anything like this. However, you've got to stick with it because it, like you say, we've kind of only we've only seen really the, the trailer. But if you look, if you, when you first watch it, it's, it's, it's set in black and white, isn't it? The first episode, and it's—I think it was filmed in front of an actual audience to give it that real kind of sitcom feel. But then it moves out of that, and and that's when, for me, it becomes interesting. But I think you used the word weird or strange when, when you were talking about it, and it is it—is it exactly that, isn't it? I mean, it, you kind of wonder what brain this has come from. <laughs> Who thought of this? Because <laughs> it is really, really strange. But it offers something quite different to your regular Marvel film, I think. And so people that aren't as keen on that genre as, as I'm not, I think this has something for you that others don't. Yes, absolutely. And if you are a Marvel fan, you will spot uh, various other characters you will be familiar with cropping up from films such as Thor and Ant-Man. Um Okay, something slightly different uh, over on Amazon Prime that I think you're going to tell us about, Hannah. What is it? Well, we are going to talk about One Night in Miami, and I think this is something that you're going to quite enjoy, isn't it, Ian? Yes, yeah, so we have a quick listen to a clip. Ready for tonight? I'm as ready as a person can be. After the fight, we're all coming back here for the champs victory party. Don't be late. Minister Malcolm X. Good news, the chariot is coming. You know I'm the greatest. That's right. Jim Brown takes the ball. Your record is going to stand the test of time. How's everybody feeling tonight? All together, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, this also arrives on Friday the 15th of January. It's a film. Um, now, we recently, there have been so many great series and films about the black experience on on uh, in cinema and on TV and this is the latest so it's the story of an imagined encounter between Malcolm X Muhammad Ali Sam Cooke and Jim Brown now now British viewers might not be familiar with Jim Brown but he uh, was an American footballer who became a film star so it's directed by Regina King, who won an Oscar for uh, her performance in If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, she's described it as more than a story, it's a call to action. So you remember when we did Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, you had uh, the black musicians in a recording studio and they start to talk about the black experience. And, and there are similarities with this. I mean, you can imagine, especially considering the actors who've played these roles before and how huge these personalities are, taking on the role of, for instance, civil rights activist Malcolm X or boxer Muhammad Ali, that's a huge challenge. But I think these actors 
do it superbly. So there's Kingsley Benadir, it's Malcolm X. Ellie Gorey is Muhammad Ali. Uh, you've got Leslie Odom Jr. plays Sam Cooke and is actually pretty good singer from what we hear we hear him kind of playing the acoustic guitar and, and, and singing Aldis Hodge plays Jim Brown and, and you'll notice early on there's quite a shocking encounter between uh, Jim Brown and a friend of his a white friend of his played by Bo Bridges which is a good example of how what they're looking at is, is what is the experience of being a star in their individual environments or you know a very controversial figure in, in the case of Malcolm X in the context of race in American society. Um, and, of course, Al- Muhammad Ali, uh, it's at the time when he was deciding to join the Nation of Islam, whereas Malcolm X was becoming a bit disenchanted. So, yeah, I, I think, I mean, it's although you see elements outside the meeting, like you see the boxing match, you see Ali taking on Sonny Liston and uh, Henry Cooper, um, the main focus is when they get together and talk about their lives and experiences. Is this one for you, Hannah? Um, it's like when we were, you mentioned Ma Rainey. You know, it, that is such is so great, and it sounds like this is going to be um, exactly that. And I think it, it's one of those things. If it's not sort of done very well, then it falls flat. But these these actors are, are not going to allow that to happen. And I think it's really topical, sadly, right now again, isn't it? Moving on to so-called normal TV, uh, the two very good, very different series returning this week. The first of them is the sitcom Back, starring Robert Webb and David Mitchell. Series two of that is coming to Channel 4 and all four. Here's a clip. I've changed, truly. I don't trust a word you say. Look. That's a lie. The red flag has gone up. And what is red the international symbol for? Plain crisps. He's like an angel. He's Satan. We're going to reel him in and gut him like a fish. You didn't need to add that. So, I must admit, for me, Peep Show is the greatest sitcom ever written. <laughs> I absolutely, I absolutely love it. I've watched it so many times. And, of course, as a result, uh, the fact that Mitchell and Webb were... This was written specifically for them by by uh, a writer, Simon Blackwell, who has written for Peep Show. He's also wrote for Veep. Um, and you can hear from that clip, he, he's just... He, he's terrific with language. I mean, he's a very, very funny script. Um, and it's about the son of a publican who, when his father dies, his this foster brother, played by uh, Robert Webb, turns out of the blue and sort of starts worming his way into the family's affections and he ends up running the family pub. So it's kind of about the rivalry between those two. And initially, it, it was quite hard to watch it and not think of, uh, of the characters from Peep Show, but uh, gradually you get used to it. It's really well written, the chemistry between the two of them is terrific. Uh, as we rejoin the action in series two, Stephen, David Mitchell's character, is is coming out of rehab. He's kind of had a <laughs> had a bit of a breakdown, and meanwhile, Andrew, the foster brother, is is running the family pub. He's got what he wanted, but he's he's kind of I think he's getting a bit bored. So, um, yeah, did you enjoy this, Hannah? Is this your cup of tea? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think I, I do actually. I mean, I, I completely concur with you. I mean, like the, the writing of this is just 
brilliant and and absolutely should be brilliant and I, and I think it and it completely lives up to it and I think it's a I think you need to be in a certain it's not like it's not really really light is it I don't I think you need to kind of it does mix it up definitely you know, yeah that... a, yeah it does so if you think you're in for a kind of an easy <laughs> night of viewing maybe choose another <laughs> Agreed. night and you, if you want to you can catch up with uh series one which is well well worth doing uh, because that is all on all four now meanwhile uh over on ITV, return of a crime drama. Tell us more, Hannah. Yeah, The Bay is back. Now, um, this is obviously the second series on ITV. And if you're a fan of The Bay, you'll remember that in 2019, that was kind of the, the conclusion uh, of the first series. And you saw DS Lisa Armstrong um, being demoted for her behaviour. Now, we're back for a second series. Um and and Lisa Armstrong is back in her position, but in a, in a different position because she's been demoted. And you see her in quite a difficult kind of financial position. So you see her moving out, having to move out of her house. She's in a in a flat with the children, and she's got quite a difficult relationship with her mum. And there's some quite um, there's some some great new um, actors uh, in this. But let's let's have a quick listen, then we can chat about them. Shooting at a house on Williamson Road. One fatality. Med takes the lead. She's on probation. She says one foot wrong. I want to know about it. Do you have any idea who might have done this, Rose? They're still my kids. I have a right. Uh, no. What if he's changed? People don't change. So this series, um, I don't know about you, Ian, but I kind of, I kind of was watching it and I was thinking, crikey, that this is, uh, it's like EastEnders have all come back together, you know. <laughs> um, but it's brilliant. You've got Joe Absalom, you've got Lindsay Coulson, um, both great actors, and um, you, so Lindsay Coulson plays the part of um, Lisa's mom. Only is she back to sort of solving crimes in in the bay she's also um you're seeing the kind of the other side i suppose you're seeing a lot of the relationships and kind of what goes on uh behind the curtain if you like and also big shout out to james cosmo because he's also in this and james cosmo cosmo is a bit of a local around here because he lives in the next village so there you go (laughs) hanging out with the celebrities well I i really like this series i actually was lucky enough when we could still do this these sort of things to to go on set for series one uh, and it's set in Morecambe and they make you know they, they do use the famous Morecambe Bay uh, they, they fantastic shots of that it's very atmospheric and as you say because it's about because uh, Morven Christie's character is a family liaison officer uh, it's not just about the family dynamics surrounding the victims of a crime but then they also look at as you say her family dynamic which is particularly difficult in the second series because Joe Absalom rocks up playing her estranged ex-partner who now wants to have a relationship with with their two kids so yeah um I enjoyed series one I've seen two episodes of series two and and it it looks great wow this episode one is it's uh will take you by surprise that's all I'll say 
I mean, you can definitely have, I mean, you definitely have a catch-up before if you kind of can't remember what's been going on. But I think, uh, you know, because of what happened and how it ended, you come kind of back quite quickly into that. And she has to put up with all the jibes, doesn't she, from her colleagues uh, because of what had happened previously and why she had been demoted. So whether we'll see the rising again of her or not will remain to be seen, I suppose. We shall see. Now, uh, I'm about to ask you what you've been binge watching Hannah but uh, I was lucky enough to have a quick chat with Daniel Ryan from the Bay he plays D.I. Manning Lisa's boss and find out what he's been watching and this is what he said you know what I'm still a big fan of the week I'm sort of old school I'm still a fan of kind of going oh Jesus I've got to wait till next week yeah. I like that kind of yeah. I like kind of beating myself with that stick um you know, I don't mind. I don't mind appointments to view. You know, as it always used to be known. I, I sort of still like that. Although it is a treat to. I did. I did binge watch The Serpent. I think I did it in two sessions, though, not uh, all the way through. I, I don't know if I could do an all the way through. Meanwhile, Hannah, what have you been binge watching? <laughs> well. I don't, I'm probably speaking for many people when I say this, but right now I'm home working full time and I've become a teacher <laughs> with homeschooling. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, I think there's a meme, I think I said it last time, which is, you know, um, I, I, I always complain to the teachers, but I've realised it's my child that's the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, it's fine. We're managing. I'm not saying anymore. But anyway, moving swiftly on. I need something that's light and that I really enjoy. And I absolutely love the first time when I watched it. And I'm loving it again because I just keep on watching it. Bridgerton. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. All the hype around it. It's funny because everybody talks about it. They're like, oh, is it too much hype? It's just something so different. I love its mix of characters. I love where it's gone with it. I think there's some absolutely... I just love it. And every time I see it, I see something different. And, of course, Phoebe Dynver, who plays Daphne Bridgerton, um, is Sally Dynver's daughter from Coronation Street. And I hadn't... I don't know why I hadn't sort of realised, but, of course, they've both got that lovely English rose skin and... Cool. it's obvious now now so yes i've been watching that and it's some pleasant light relief when the rugrats have gone to bed okay now <laughs> did you watch uh, the bbc drama series the serpent based on the true story of a, a gem dealer who was um who was basically drugging and murdering his victims to get hold of their money and passports watch this but this sounds like hardcore i think i need to be i need to be in the zone it is hardcore but it's really good and it's very interesting to see jenna coleman sort of playing his accomplice um and yeah it's a real sort of uh globe trotting show they've absolutely captured the look and style of the 70s really well um and yeah once you get into it it, it is gripping and, and yeah the fact that it's based on a true story is shocking as well but um do funny enough it was surprising but i do actually like things like this i really kind of like those sort of gritty um dramas where there's a real particularly with sort of um it's like another it transfers you to another world but a world that probably exists you know yeah it's very dark and then uh, on a lighter note obviously i was i got all the way through breaking bad <laughs> during lockdown for the second time so now i was bereft and of course luckily there's the spin-off series better call saul about which is about the 
Saul Goodman, the lawyer who, who became Walter White's lawyer in Breaking Bad, who is a, a wonderful, wonderful character, and Mike as well, the heavy, is, is also in this. So um, if you if you liked Breaking Bad, you will absolutely love Better Call Saul. It's, yeah, it, it, it's quite different as well, but he's an, I remember when that character came into Breaking Bad, he made such a huge impact, you just thought, this guy is absolutely perfect for a spin-off and the spin-off is very very good now we've just got time uh to have a quick look at what we'll be talking about next week what's coming up hannah um well we've got the rental on my old favorite amazon prime um it's a horror film so um a bit bit too late for halloween and a bit early for the next halloween but it's a horror film and it's coming and it's starring glow's alison brie excellent i love glow um now we also have fate the Winx Saga, uh, which is coming up on Netflix. Now, this is a new series about uh, teenage trainee fairies. I absolutely that's, love the sound of this, by the way. I'm just saying this now. Ma- I really want to be a trainee fairy. <laughs> that's a magical boarding school. And actually, I mean, I, I really didn't think it was going to be my cup of tea, but I've watched the first episode, and uh, it's great. I really like it. So Good. we will be discussing those further next week. But in the meantime... Keep watching.